I just microwaved it. And uh, I wasn't expecting it to be as hot as it was. Ah, I feel like, I feel like I'm getting sick by the minute. By the minute. I don't know every single time I sit in this room and I'm getting ready to do something, right? Body just starts shutting down. It's just like, hey, guess what? Shutting down. Ding, 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 ding. It's final bell. Shutting it down. Closing bell, closing bell. Shutting it down. Immune system. Closed for business. I don't know what it is, but hopefully I don't get sick because that would suck. I'm out of patience today. I'm out of patience today. All the way. It started off pretty decent. Got a new bed. Super, not a new bed. Got a new bed frame, right? Got a new bed frame. An old bed frame. I like, oh, so I don't even know why they make beds this way. I don't understand it. It makes no sense. I'm sure some of you have it. You got the king bed, right? Because your boy's big. And you have two box springs underneath. And then the the bed frame is just like metal. These, these little metal guards and little feet on them. You know, there'll be like one thick bar down, like one thick piece down the middle. And then you've got the outside and there's like legs. Well, I was wrestling with the boys on there. DDT slammed him and bed frame shot a wheel out or whatever, shot a foot out into the into the baseboard. So we had to get a new uh, bed frame. So we got the new bed frame in, right? And this one is an actual bed frame, like you would think a normal bed would be like, right? No need for a box spring. It's elevated a little bit. Well, actually, the bed's now higher than it was before. So the frame's a little taller. And then it's got cross beams like every four inches all the way down. Very sturdy. Why aren't all mattresses on bed frames like that? What is with box springs? What are those? I don't understand. What's the purpose? It makes no sense. Why would you ever have a box spring? And are all box springs screaming in pain? Literally. Why? Who designed that garbage? Every time I get out of bed, it sounds like my, my, my box spring is screaming in pain. Letting everybody know, hey, it's two in the morning, Charlie's got to pee, right? Literally, two in the morning, I wake up, I roll out of bed, and it's like, hey, someone's got to go to the bathroom. It's ridiculous. Why? So glad it's not like this anymore. It's absurd. It's absurd. Every square inch, I mean, every time you moved, it's ridiculous. Now it's silent. I love that, man. When I roll out of bed, it sounds like this. Nothing. I love that, man. I'm so excited. When I used to roll out of bed, it sounded like this. Ah! Every time, every single time, doesn't matter. Could you imagine waking up to that three in the morning? Three in the morning. I got a hankering for some Oreos. Blood curdling screams from my box spring. So now that whole thing is solved and I'm happy. I'm super happy. Um, And I'm sleeping good. The bed like the the mat, it's once once the feet snapped out, right? There was a few nights we had to sleep with that, and it was like the middle was all sagging, and the box spring. I don't know what, like I just don't know what the purpose of a box spring is. It did nothing. Mattress still sagged. 
And so I thought we had just a saggy mattress. Now we got this thing and everything's it's flat as a pancake and a lot stiffer. And I, I need a stiff mattress because I have lower back injury. Dude, I laid on it on my back and it was so perfect. It was hurt. It was like decompressing my back to lay flat. Oh man, I'm happy. I'm real happy. I, I thrilled. Great purchase. I don't know how much it costs. I didn't want to ask. So, man, but yeah, today was, you know, started off good, got the new mattress, uh, new, new bed frame. I keep calling it a mattress. It's not a mattress. I need a new mattress. Got the new bed frame, been sleeping good the past few nights, hopefully going to sleep good tonight, you know. There's some new life stuff going on that's super cool. Can't talk about it yet. And then, um, yeah, t- today we kind of just... You know, late start to the morning and just, I don't know, man. I was, I, I was sleepy this morning, but that's because Jade keeps waking up and keep and wake, waking me up in the morning. So obnoxious. Um, but uh, yeah, we got a kind of late start to the morning, went and paid rent. And then we were like, what are we going to do? It's like, we got like a whole day to do something. Like we should do something, right? haven't really gotten to do anything in a while so let's do something so we went to a drive-in or drive-through safari which is pretty cool um it's a little far so i don't know what you know i don't know what time we made it there but it was later than i would have liked to start the you know endeavor um but it was cool uh, cool animals. Got this big Watusi cow thing. It's got like horns that just look absurd, absolutely absurd. Um, what else? There was like just animals. The emu tried to excuse me, disgusting. Emu tried to, not an emu. An ostrich was excuse me, disgusting. Um, ostrich was trying to like peck the the door open on the car. That was pretty funny. Little, little bit, you know, unnerving. Here's like, I hope he doesn't get it open because if he gets in the car, that beak is gonna rip my son's nose off. And that good viral video, not good actual video. You know what I mean? I'm not one of those guys that you know wants to go viral at the expense of his children because I'm a good dad. So yeah, let me try lock those like it was a sketchy guy, you know, lock the doors, you know what I'm saying? When you pull up and there's like some, there's some white guy with lots of tattoos and a buzz cut, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Middle of summer and someone's with a cigarette is walking by your car with lots of tattoos, lock it. Don't care what color you are. You smoke in the summertime, lock those doors. Baby, lock them doors and turn the lines down low. Been singing that for a week. Um, just that line because I don't know any of the other words. So, um, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. While we were there, guess what? Guess friggin' what? Got ruined. The whole safari was ruined. Because somebody decided that they were just going to take their sweet friggin' time. Somebody decided that there was no one else behind them. Somebody who's never seen animals before decided, I'm the only one here. And I ain't moving. Guess what? Made me mad. There was a truck, like four cars ahead of me, just enough so where I couldn't like whip around them, just enough distance, just enough distance away to where I couldn't get around them. And, you know, it, it, it's like five miles an hour tops through there. 
So I don't even have my foot on the gas, right? Because it is literally that slow. I mean, you're just on the on the brake constantly because there's stuff to see, right? So it's not like, you know, yeah, stop, take a picture, do your thing. This guy was shooting a documentary about the place Saturday afternoon. There's 400 cars behind us. There's zero cars in front of him. And it's hot. It's so friggin' hot outside. You know what happens when you... You know what happens when you've got the air conditioning on in your car, but you ain't moving? Doesn't work. And so you're just sweating. And the sun is melting you. So, needless to say, there was a bit of uh, a hiccup. There was a bit of this sucks during the the in- endeavor, right? It was a little bit not fun, right? A little bit not fun. And uh, yeah, there was, a, I mean, look, this guy was stopping where there's no animals, looking for them. Looking for them. Stopping to look for things that weren't there. How incredibly rude when there's 400 people behind you and they can't pass you. They're, we're driving. The sun is singeing leg hairs. There's a marsh. There's dirt. Dust covering everything. And this guy's just looking into the marsh. That's all he's doing. He's just looking into the marsh, trying to see something that isn't there. Kill me. Bro, so annoying. People who look around. People that look around, so annoying. If you don't see it, and this was the thing, dude. You can go through as many times as you want. Once you pay to get in, you could just keep driving around. So guess what? Keep driving around. Get the show moving. Other people have been here before and other, dude, I had to pay. It was past lunchtime. Everybody in the car is hungry. People need to move can't hold the whole show up because you're I don't see anything you see it? it says there's supposed to be a deer in there have you not seen a deer before hey there's deer everywhere how have you not seen a deer before so I'm hanging out the window like move it not moving windows are up can't hear anything so I just sat there and I sat there and we waited and we waited and we waited and we waited and then I pissed myself. So that was fun. And that kind of put a whole damper on the whole thing. So other than that, it was good. It was good. And oh, and then, and then, and then ah, we were so hungry, right? Lips turning white. Bladder rupturing. Boys getting so hungry. So I'm like, all right, I must feed my family. Let's go to Chick-fil-A real quick. There's a Chick-fil-A down the road. Used to go to it when I was a state trooper. Fast Chick-fil-A. They got the, I mean, they're just hawking orders out. Uh, uh, uh. They're forgetting stuff because they're just hawking orders out. So we get in line and the line is long, but I'm like, look, don't worry, okay? Because this Chick-fil-A is hucking orders out, right? You pull up to the window and they're just like, hi, have a good day, next. 
didn't even give you half the stuff you ordered and you just drive off and leave because that's what you do at Chick-fil-A. They forget something, oh well. You order chicken nuggets and they give you three straws, guess that's what I'm eating today. You don't bring it back. They're too nice. So we get in this line and it doesn't move at all. Not moving, still baking, air conditioning, not working, so hot, so angry. Just like, why can't I win, dude? I just want to get home. We sat in that line for 47 minutes at 2 p.m. We got in the line at 2 p.m., almost on the dot. We didn't get out of that line until 2.47 p.m. I could have driven, this was in Osceola County, this was in St. Cloud. I could have driven from St. Cloud all the way home, bought my own deep fryer, grew my own potatoes, killed my own chicken, cooked the chicken, Copied the recipe and ate my food quicker than it would have than it took me to get through that line. And they forgot my straws. I don't need to explain how blood red, how absolutely flames are coming out of my eyes when I have to drink this huge, barely fit your hand around it cup, squishing and flopping around everywhere, just waiting. You know, it's styrofoam, so it's just waiting to crack and explode like you're drinking out of an eggshell. This gigantic floppy eggshell cup they've got, and I'm putting it up to my mouth, and there's ice cubes, those little whatever they are, already chewed ice cubes, just flying and blocking the soda. It needs a straw. How do you forget the straws? Last time I went to Chick-fil-A, I ordered uh, tenders. They gave me nuggets. The nuggets are not as good as the tenders. The nuggets are dry and peasy. The tenders are juicy and delicious. Some things you can't mix up. That's all I'm saying. And they mixed it up and I waited too friggin' long for them to mix up and forget my straws. Makes me mad. But it's all good I ate the food. It's all good. What are you going to do? It only cost me $35. So not a big deal. No big deal. So anyways, um, what else? What else? <laughs> man. Oh, dude. Oh, man. Oh, oh, man. So then, bro, then. Oh, man, dude. That's not even the best part. Then I get home. I open the door and I'm hit with heat. You know when you get home on a hot day and you open the door and you're expected and you're expecting ice cold air? That's what I was expecting. But when I opened the door, I got heat. So I don't know about you, okay, but my wife, in her superior intellect, 
likes to turn the heat on every morning because it's too cold. And the hot Florida sun is not going to heat this house up fast enough for her. So she turns the heater on every single day. Now, you might be asking, well, like, haven't you brought it up to stop doing that because that's insane? Yes. Yes. You don't know Jade very well then (laughs) because it doesn't matter how it is, right? She's going to do it anyway. So today, she turned the heat on and forgot to turn it off. So she sets it, you know, it'll be like 68, 67 degrees at night because the circulation in the house isn't the best. So we got to make sure it's low enough so that the boys don't get sweaty. And our room doesn't get the most AC either. It's like every other room gets pretty cold, except the bedrooms. So it's like 67. Well, when she wakes up in the morning, she wants it to be 73. So she just gets up, do 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 do, switch over to seventy uh, to heat seventy three degrees, you know. So it it'll heat the house up past that, but then it just doesn't regulate the temperature if it's hotter than that. Because if it's hotter than that, then oh well, right? So we get home. It's eighty three degrees in the house, and the air conditioning doesn't work well as it is as it is most days the house gets up to like 75 76 degrees with the ac set to 73 still gets up to like 76 it just can't keep up with the heat there's absolutely no shade over the house it is just indirect sunlight all day long and the ac is just not powerful enough or whatever so even on a day, a normal day when the AC's on, it still gets hotter than it should be in here. So when you put the heat on and forget to turn it off, guess what? We're baking cookies in the fridge, dude. We're heating up coffee in the freezer. So now that I'm drenched in sweat, she goes, "Uh, I forgot to turn the heater off. Words you should never say in the summer in Florida, ever, dude. Never would that, under what circumstances, under what day after tomorrow circumstances would have to happen for those words to come out of your mouth in the summer in Florida. I forgot to turn the heater off. So I'm jamming ice pops in my armpits and in my in my shorts, right? Just trying to cool it off, right? I got I got ice cream. I just took I just literally I got the the, the Ben and Jerry's out of the free, uh, out of the the freezer. And I opened the can up and I just started smearing it on my chest to try to cool off. I took the entire ice tray and just, because so hot, so hot. The boys are running their heads under the cold water in the sink. I mean, it was bad. It was bad. So I'm like, well, guess what? Guess who's not going to bed on time? Anybody, because it's going to be too hot. You want everybody to be freaking drenched in sweat while they're going to sleep? Guess what? It's still in the 80s right now. It's The sun's down. It's still 80 degrees in the house. It's gone down three degrees. It's been... Five hours. That's how hot it is 
out here. And that's how bad the air, the AC is. So why the heck would you ever turn the heater on? And I've gone on about this long enough. You get the point. The rage, right? But I have to keep it down. But I have to keep it way down. And I just tuck it down, further and further down. And when she asks me, what's wrong? And I go, nothing. She doesn't realize that I'm just shoving it down. I'm okay though. I'm okay though. Right. Everybody deals with that, right? Everybody deals with that, right? So, yeah. I want to get into bicycle, uh, bicycling, biking, riding, riding bicycles. I want to get back into that, but like real bicycles, like above the handlebars bicycles, you know. Um. Yeah. All the anybody who rides those like legit bicycles they got great calves and uh good cardio you know and it's easy on the joints um you know i I feel like they they don't have the the runner's body kind of deal they've kind of got more more muscle so yeah i want to try to get into that bikes are expensive they're expensive man i uh yeah i mean just i don't know like 250 bucks for a bicycle. I'm like, I get, like, when I, when I think about it, I'm like, yeah, I guess it makes sense, man. They're like high quality. Most of them are like some sort of like carbon, I don't know about carbon, carbon maybe aluminum or something. Like, they've got like, you know, they're lightweight, you know, they're durable. They're, you know, oh man, dude, there's one time I worked a crash, a bicycle versus a bicyclist versus the, the back of a, uh, a, a friggin', um, what you call it, dump truck. Oh my gosh, dude. Oh my gosh, dude. This guy, bro. This oh my gosh. It was just, it was crazy, right? It's not what you think. So, I don't even remember where it was. It was like somewhere out in like Winter Garden or Winter Vineland, something. I don't know. I, I don't remember where it was, but it's over here in Orange County somewhere. It was like four or five o'clock, you know, in the, in the evening, sun was kind of just, you know, kind of getting a little low. And, uh, this, I get a, I get a call, right. I get, or whatever I, I get a, you know, I get dispatched to bicyclist versus dump trucks. I'm like, Oh, okay. Dead. Right. It's a fatality guy's dead. And so I get to the scene and they say that, you know, they transported the bicyclist to the hospital. So I get there and I'm like, you know, call up the, uh, the, well, actually I get there and I'm talking to the dump truck guy and I'm like, you know, what's, what happened? He was like, the guy was on his bicycle and he just drove into the back of my truck, my, my dump truck. I was like, what? He just rode into the back of your dump truck? He's like, yeah, man. So, <laughs> this is so bad. So bad. Oh, my gosh. And it's just so ridiculous. So here's what this guy did, man. Here's what this genius did. Oh, man, dude. So funny. Not really, but it is. So this guy, it is uphill, right? It's, there's traffic at like a four-way intersection, right? And there's a dump, there's like a whole bunch of cars and there's a dump truck with this big, big roller, like this big steel, dirty, dirty roller in the back, you know, like a hinge. And there's a bicyclist who's sharing the road, right? This is why they shouldn't be on the road. This is why bicyclists shouldn't be on the road. Reason number 499, okay? He's going uphill. So he's not looking where he's going. He's just looks up, bam, (laughs) right into the back, right into the back of this freaking roller, dude. You could see his sweaty face print in, he like made a clean spot in the roller. I feel bad. I shouldn't laugh, but I did because 
he's just, and he looks up and right into it. So I get to the hospital. I get to the hospital. This guy's face is split from his lip all the way around his nose and up in between his eyes is completely split open. He was driving so fast, dude. Uphill, not looking where he's going in five o'clock traffic, bro. With a nice bicycle. You know, those ones that like go really fast. Those really expensive ones. Dude, he was going so fast. How fast do you have to be going to split your whole entire face down the middle? Uphill. You know how slow you should be going uphill? How fast he was going uphill, dude. (laughs) Flying, dude. (laughs) Bam! (laughs) Oh my gosh, bro. Oh my gosh. That's the kind of bike I want. Those guys got great calves. (laughs) Oh man, dude. Crazy. That's what I want, man. They're expensive, though. They're really expensive. I think his bike was like thousands of dollars. He was like, where's my bike at? I'm like, um, tow, tow company took it. It's like, you gave my bike to a tow company? That bike is whatever, $3,000. I'm like, dude, what do you want me to leave a $3,000 bike on the side of the road? What did you want me to do with it? You want me to stick your big friggin' bicycle in the back of my car? Ain't gonna fit. What would you like me to do with it? Not my fault. You were Lance Armstrong, Neil, Neil Armstrong, Lance Armstrong in it up a hill into the back of a dump truck. Not my fault. You did that. Something happens to your bicycle. Your fault. Something happened to your face also your fault. You're welcome for removing your super expensive bicycle off the side of the road. Could have left it there. He was kind of rude, so I feel like I probably should have left it there. Kind of kind of got that feeling when I was leaving. I'm like, man, I should have left that bicycle there, man. That guy's rude. You know, he's got more important things to worry about. His big in, his big in, his big friggin' split open face. Right? People, bro. Could you imagine being the person that was like (laughs) behind him? Could you imagine being the person behind him in the car and you're driving and you're like, man, would this guy freaking move out of the way, dude? Would he just move out of the way and then bam? You'd be like, yes. (laughs) Serves you right, bro. Always in the way. To be such a crazy thing to see while you're like just on the way home. Hey, honey, how was work? That work was work, but you wouldn't believe what I saw when I was on my way home. (laughs) Uh, You see some crazy stuff on the road. The longer you spend on the road, the more crazy stuff you see. I mean, that's just kind of how. Dude, I remember there was a time. The first time I ever saw somebody on drugs. I th- it was, yeah, it, was, it had to be the first time I ever saw somebody on drugs. I was young. I was probably like eight or nine. There was, we were, me and my mom and my brothers, we were driving to, we were, it was back when I lived in New Jersey, we were driving to a store called Pathmark. I think we were going grocery shopping or maybe we just finished going grocery shopping. We might even be going to the mall or to my grandma's house. It's irrelevant. And we, uh, we're in traffic and there's a guy to the, you know, he's to the left in his car and he is tweaking out, man. And I mean, Weekend out, man. It's like touching his face and fixing his hair, and touching his, touching his, touching his face, and combing his hair, and 
touching his face and combing his hair. And he's like, look, he's like looking in the rearview mirror and he's like touching his, his face, and combing his hair. And he's looking and he's, and he's moving his hands like this and he's, and he's touching his face and he's combing his hair and he's like, just look, and he's touching his face and he's combing his hair. I was like, whoa, mom, look at that guy. And he's just sitting there touching his face and combing his hair. And I'm like, man, dude, my mom's looking at him. She's looking, she's like, oh my gosh. How long has he been doing that? I'm like, I don't know. He's just, the whole time I've been sitting here looking at him, like I was looking at him for a bit before I said anything. And I'm like, is that guy okay? He's just touching his face and combing his hair and he's, touching his face and combing his hair and and he's touching his face and combing his hair so my mom was like he's on drugs i'm calling the cops called the cops said there's a guy you know what's funny too like remembering back i don't this memory could be completely like what he looked like i remember him looking like kip from napoleon dynamite that's what i remember him kind of looking like but yeah it was a guy that looked like that and he was just going man dude ham dude just touching his face and combing his hair see some crazy stuff man first that was the first time i ever saw anybody on drugs oh oh yeah in new jersey too i saw oh man dude this was so gross so gross oh dude i remember we were driving oh man i think it was in new jersey we were driving somewhere and uh you know, like when you're just a kid in the car, you're just like, there's nothing to do but look at people back in the nineties, early two thousands, not really much to do in the car except just watch people to go by and you're just sitting there just watching people go by, looking at them and I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking and then I see a guy and he's doing this. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> what the heck? I didn't know what that was. I was like, I mean, I figured it out. But I was like, whoa. Ew. Ew. Gross, dude. Middle of traffic, man. I mean, I guess when you got to go, you got to go, you know? Yeah. Gross. Oh, man. There's another time that happened, too. I just remember now. There was a... Oh, my... Oh, yeah, man. Oh, man. I can't believe this memory probably would have never came back to me. Um, the when I, was, when I was getting hired for the highway patrol, I had to go do a... Uh, oh, man. The weirdest polygraph ever. It was so weird. So it was tense, right? So I go into the station or part of the station. It was like attached to the station, I think. I can't remember. I've never been in like Anyway, doesn't matter. Getting lost in the weeds. I go into this office and it's like dingy, sort of. And the guy comes out and he's like, all right, gonna have you guys fill out these forms, right? It's gonna ask you lots and lots and lots of questions, lots of questions about your whole life. Everything you've ever done, it's gonna ask you. It's gonna take you about 30, 40 minutes to fill this thing out. Do not bring back a blank uh, booklet, okay? Just don't. The machine's gonna know, okay? So if you did it, doesn't matter what it was. If it asks the question, answer it honestly. You're not going to beat the machine, okay? So you bring back an empty booklet, you might as well just go home, okay? Leaves. Filling out the booklet. And it's asking, like, have you ever sexually abused anyone? It's like, no. Have you ever stolen anything? No. Uh, like a Gatorade, you know, from Winn-Dixie, like while I was working, maybe like I ate the expired food <laughs> sometimes, you know, like, I don't know, like 
have you ever done drugs? No. You ever been around anybody that did drugs? No. You ever sold drugs? No. Have you ever assisted in trafficking drugs? No. Have you ever assisted in selling illegal drugs? No. Do you abuse prescription medication? No. Have you ever taken prescription medication that's not yours? No. Have you ever uh, consumed alcohol underage? No. Have you ever driven under the influence of alcohol? No. I mean, just as all knows, I didn't do anything. I was I'm a guy. Done nothing. Done nothing. So I bring back an empty booklet. You know, everything's no. And uh, so I'm nervous, right? I'm nervous. I've never done a polygraph before. I've seen them done, and it's always stressful looking. And, you know, this guy specifically said, don't bring any, don't bring back a book full of no's. Don't bring back an empty booklet. I said, bring back an empty booklet, a book full of no's. And I gave it to him, and he starts rifling through it real quick. And he's like, really, man? I was like, dude. I grew up basically not ever around anyone, okay? I was homeschooled. I grew up in a very Christian home with pretty strict parents, relatively. You know, I, I, that, that, I'm not lying. He's like, whatever, man. So I'm like, can I go to the bathroom real quick? I'm a little nervous. He's like, go ahead. So I go to the bathroom. I open the door. <laughs> it's The bathroom is so dark gray, but I think it was white at some point, just so you know how it looked, okay? It was, I think, white when it was made, and it is so dark gray now. And I go to the urinal, and like I, 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 I go in quick. I go in, and I just go beeline right for the urinal. But as I'm beelining for the urinal, I hear, oh, oh, oh. And the blood curdling and the heat. You know, like when you hear something or you see something, and it's just so appalling and so embarrassing and so all of those things that you just – the heat, dude, just, oh, and the hairs stand up all over your body, and you're just like, oh, no, 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 no. Some dude was tearing himself up in the stall, and he didn't care who heard, right? So I, like, clear my throat. <clears throat> didn't didn't stop. Didn't miss a beat. He is just moaning and groaning and what I could gather in the few seconds I was in there is he was in there alone. So I fly back out of there, dude. And I go into the thing and the guy is like looking at me like, you okay? And I'm like, bro, there's a dude. And he is in the stall and he doesn't know that anybody else is in this building. He's like, what do you mean? And I was like, He's taking himself to pound town, if you know what I mean. He's like, oh, really? Ew. I'm like, yeah, ew. So now that my heart rate's all jacked up and I'm super flushed, flustered, let's start this thing. So I sit down and I clip the little finger thing on and I sit down. <sighs> I put the stupid little pads on wherever, heart rate monitor and the blood pressure cuff and the, all that. And he's like, all right, man. And I'm thinking he's going to ask the questions and it's going to go through like all the questions that were asked on the, he's just going to ask them all. No, no, that would have been so much less awkward and stressful. A machine, a computer asks me the questions. So weird, dude. So incredibly weird. And unexpected, I'm sitting there and I'm not facing him, right? So I'm like this, right? And I'm sitting down and I got my hands up on the things, right? And I'm waiting for the first question and I'm sitting there and it goes, section 1B, did you answer the questions correctly? 
Yes. So it's like all the name stuff. You know, I, you answer truthfully on, on like the, the, the what, what is your name kind of the section. I'm going to be like section 2C pertaining to drug use. Did you answer the questions truthfully? Yes. Section 3A. Sexual misconduct. Did you answer the questions truthfully? Yes. Long pause. Section 4D. Criminal activity. Did you answer the questions truthfully? Yes. And then the guy's like, all right, that's it. I was like, what? What the heck is going on here? Where's the scribbly thing? Why didn't you ask any of the questions? I'm like, what? That's it? Maybe that's it. You had us all, like can't beat the machine. It's just a computer that asks you if you answered truthfully in sections. That's it. That's all you have to do to get to the next set of the process in this higher, like this is police, dude, this is state police. That's it. That's the most grilled you get. Okay. I guess. If you say so, dude, the whole hiring process is so whack. Then you go and you have to take a personality test, or what I think it's called a, psycho, a psychological evaluation, right? So you have to drive all the way to Miami or like Jacksonville or something like that. So uh, the the way that the scheduling worked out, I had to drive all the way to Miami to do a like three or four hour long psychological evaluation. And basically they sit you down and they go, okay, so you're going to take this. It's all kinds of personality questions. You know, like what animal or what scenario do you most identify with? An eagle soaring over a mountain, uh, you know, a koala bear hanging in a tree, uh, you know, a groundhog popping out of the ground, uh, a, a bee, buzzing like i don't know whatever stupid questions like that you know if you you know were a race car driver what would be your tactic for winning the race you know like you know, memorizing the track or practicing over and over again or you know hitting other cars to make sure that they don't like just stupid questions three hours worth of just and, they're ba and so they say, the whole reason is, is because we don't want, we're trying to eliminate that, you know, super type A personality who's, you know, just going to sit there and I'm a trooper, you know, I'm a police officer. You can't talk to me like that. You know, all that kind of stuff. The big chip on the shoulders kind of guy. So I'm like, oh, I mean, I'm going to do perfectly fine because that's not my personality, right? I, I'm chill. I'm laid back. I'm cooling. So this is going to be a piece of cake, right? Unless I, and the, so they're like, don't think too much about it. Don't read into the questions too much. Just, you know, whatever feels right, whatever feels like you answer it. Like, okay. So I'm answering all the questions and yeah, I mean, three, three and a half hours later, I'm done. And you know, okay, okay, thank you. And you leave. And you know, you're thinking, oh, okay, cool. Like that's, cool that they're trying, you know, that they go through this, this long of a process, this in depth, this tedious of an evaluation to, you know, eliminate those like, you know, what'd you say to me kind of people at, well, guess what? The highway patrol's full of, what'd you say to me? Test doesn't work. Hate to break it to you, your evaluation doesn't work.
<laughs> Gotta get a better one. Fire whoever's administering that. Guess what? Most of the people, most of my compadres were. Type A. Chip on the shoulders. Ah. No, you're going to roll this window down. Glad I sat through this three-hour-long test. Glad you made sure I was cool, <laughs> right? Boy, so, yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. So, anyway. I'm tired. I'm ready to go to bed. It's late night. My coffee's ice cold. And, uh, yeah. Look, here's the thing, guys. I was on this like empire kick, like I'm going to start an empire. It's too much pressure. I don't want that. And it's too, it's too type A. I'm not type A. I'm type B, man. I think. I don't know what, I don't know what the other types are, but I'm just not that type, man. I'm chill, right? So I don't want an empire. I want a lounge, Right, so subscribe, join the Facebook, like the page, be part of the lounge. That's all this is. This whole coffee with creamer thing, you're coming in, you're part of the lounge. You're part of the cafe bar, okay? It's a coffee bar. It's a coffee lounge, right? We're just sitting there, we're sipping on coffees, and I'm telling you how it is. And that's all. That's all it is. It's chill, man. It's real chill. We're just sitting down, sipping on coffees, and I'm telling you how it is. That's all. I'm telling you not to have street names that are funky. I'm telling you stop looking around at stuff. If you can't see it, move on. And other things. I told you guys, I black out during every single episode and I cannot remember what I said ever in the last one. That's why there's zero callbacks in any of my episodes because I don't remember what I said. <laughs> I have no idea. So anyway, thanks for watching. Thanks for joining the lounge and sipping on coffees and letting me tell you how it is. I'll see you in the next one. Mm -hmm.